welcome to Alphabet Fly and Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with a guest. We talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is Casey. Hey, hey. So, today we're talking about Mojo. Oh no, Joe. So, uh, Mojo. What's Mojo's deal? What do you know about him? Well, he's the guy who what does the Mojo verse, and he's 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 some scathing commentary on people who run cable TV. Yeah, and he's like a big, gross, blobby blob man, and he's like, oh, I want to make things entertaining and get all the ratings because I'm biting commentary. Not very subtle. But I listen, still enjoy him. Say, I enjoy- listen, it's not bad to not be subtle. Yeah, he's not he's not subtle, but he's one of the things in X-Men I enjoy a lot. You um, enjoy a thing in X-Men? Gasp. Well, I also enjoy Arcade, but... <laughs> well, listen, but- who, Arcade's just a weirdo who makes death traps. What's not to love? Yeah, well, he did make my favorite, like, Avengers teen uh, books, which was, like... Uh, why can I never remember what it's called? I always just call it Murder Island. I know it's not that. Uh, uh, it was after Avengers Academy. Avengers Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. No, what was it called? I know the thing was called Murder Battle Island. Battle Royale? It, w- it was based off of Battle Royale. Uh, well, it wasn't called that. Avengers Arena. That's what it was called. That's right. That's what it was called. I just call it Murder Island because that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Everybody but, knows uh, it. But, uh, so Mojo is... Gross. He, he's a gross hubba, I mean, uh, Jabba looking guy. in like a spider bot. Mm. Like chair that has like a scorpion tail thing. Uh, his real name is Mojo. You were going to ask me what his real name was? <laughs> well, he only has one name, and you know it. It's Mojo. True, but you could have totally surprised me. You could have been like, his real name is Douglas Adams Wonderbar. Well, his... But his occupations is... Ruler. Slave dealer. And movie producer. Mm-hmm. It's all in uh, ascending order. What's the worst? I, I jo- I'm joking. On that, for the most part. But, <laughs> uh, he's a ruler of his home world, which is Mojo World. Real original Mojo. And um, if you uh, like, if you like a shout out, maybe watch to Mojo World. Maybe watch Deadpool too. Oh, they shout out that. Huh. Yeah. Shatterstar may have shown up. <laughs> oh. Did it. He is single. Yeah. His first appearance is in Longshot, number three, Just Let Me Die, in November 1985. Oh, I thought you were just really upset to talk about Longshot. Oh, yeah. Well, he... Something... Uh, we talked about Longshot in the Longshot episode, so maybe listen to that one if you want to know more yeah, about it. Honestly, about I would have thought Mojo would be in like the first issue. He's kind of important to Longshot's old schniz. 
he is very important, but maybe it wasn't a thing for a little bit. Because I think... Oh, no, it's a flashback where he's remembering about Mojo. Oh, okay, okay. Flash... Okay, so they, they, they didn't, like, start out long shot with literally his origin then, okay. No, it, the third one is a flashback. Okay, that that makes more sense why it wouldn't be until number three then. On a, in a, on a world in another dimension, a race of sentient semi-humanoids that lacking a spine evolved. And I already said most of this backstory. Yes, aliens, the ones without spines are the rulers for some reasons. Yeah, they made human humanoid slaves. Um, but the guy who made them was like, haha, I'm gonna make them so they revolt, haha. <laughs> Yeah. So listen to my uh, long shot episode if you'd like to hear a majority of his backstory already. Because it's but, kind of ironic, actually, that that stuff would have been more appropriate for this episode. It would have been, but guess what? Long shot is, was barely a character and is still barely a character. So. Eh, he's fine. He's whatever. He's, that's why he's fine. He's, he's perfectly fine. Yeah, he's adequate. Like he has, he has like the like he just has a crappy version of Domino's power. Uh, Domino, she was in that Deadpool too, too. Yep, played by a very wonderful actress who was really funny and also just reigniting my fictional crush. I mean, crush on the fictional Domino as well as her. So, having trouble remembering that actress' name, eh? I'm having trouble with it because guess what? I'm bad with names. No, it's fine. Um, Same. She she is, but she plays, uh, she plays the, uh, girlfriend slash baby mama on, um, Atlanta as well. I don't know what that is. It is a Donald Glover show on FX. Oh, that one. Right, right. Yeah. Um, so, but one of the spineless one, Mojo, became the ruler of the entire world. He also ran a slave trade, creating and dealing in humanoid slaves, as well as a movie industry. I kind of wish that it was origi- already called Mojo World, and it was like a, it was nominal destiny that he became the ruler. <laughs> it's just like, this is Mojo World. What are you going to name yourself? Mojo. It's my world. Get off. Get out. It's mine. It's Mojo's world. We're just living in it. Ha ha ha. Uh, he supervised the creation of many humanoid slaves and had some of them designed so they would not look human, such as Spiral with her six arms and Quark with his ram-like appearance. No relation um, to Quark of Star Trek fame, I assume. And we're not going to mention anything about Rita Ricochet, who is Spiral in her future, but interacts with Spiral a lot. Rita Ricochet. How does Ricochet feel about there being a Rita Ricochet? He was present when one of the slaves of Riz dis- uh, presented, uh, designed, who later became known as Longshot. Um, whenever he first uh, achieved consciousness, he put him to work in the movie industries, performing dangerous stunts, but he became uh, the leader of a slave rebellion. And he uh, captured, he was captured, then rendered an Asiac. Uh, and amnesiac but then escaped and fled uh, through an interdimensional portal to earth uh, Mojo sent Spiral and the other rebel hunters after him but they failed 
And then he became intrigued to learn that the Earth was inhabited with a race of human beings. He then traveled there with Spiral, intending to prevent Longshot from returning to their native world, stirring up further rebellion, telling the slaves that they would be as free as the human beings on Earth. Um, Mojo then decided to take over Earth himself, but he was defeated by Longshot, who forced him into an interdimensional portal. And then Mojo was led, led by Spiral back to the homeworld. Um, Longshot followed and then regained much of his memory, and he planned to kill Mojo. And then he kind of just left Earth. So this is kind of before he would, they had like more substantial Mojo stories in X Men. I gotta say, where's all the good? Where's all that good Mojo content? They, well, there wasn't a lot this time because I think '87 is when he was. Because this came out in '87 and Longshot was introduced in '85. Ah. So, like, there just wasn't a lot built up. But <clears throat> the real fun thing about Mojo is they kind of use him to do like pastiche, uh, like on popular things. And one of my favorite things he does is he makes the X babies. Yes, he does. Who one of the X babies, little Wolvie, is going to be on the new Exiles team? Yeah, that that comic looks neat. Yeah, has like an old grizzled uh, Kamala Khan. Yeah, and, you know, looks looks interesting, and little baby Wolvie. Yeah, he's a little baby X man. Yeah, the thing that I love about X babies is that they have uh, the Mohawk Storm as the uh, baby Storm. Oh, that's so good. I know. Mohawk Storm, just, best storm, just saying. Mohawk Storm is pretty good, but that's also without her powers. Yeah, but she sometimes just has her Mohawk anyways when she does have power, so. Yeah. So, apparently, um, in the Ultimate Universe, he's reimagined as a human. And he's depicted as a short, fat albino in the showbiz. Uh-huh. And he kind of runs like a the most dangerous game type games. Rude. Oh, and he is a, a boss character in the X-Men title for Sega Genesis. I'm saying he's voiced by Charlie Adler in the Wolverine and the X-Men cartoon where he kind of sounds like Ickis from All Real Monsters. Or Cow from Cow and Chicken. Probably my first big mojo exposure was when I was watching that show on Netflix for the heck of it. And I was like, oh, hey, I think I've heard of this here mojo fellow. So his uh, height is unknown and his weight is unknown. Well, get on it. His Marvel. eyes are yellow. And his held hair, open. His hair is none. His skin is yellow. Okay, so here's the thing I don't like. His strength level is unknown, but but presumably greater than a human due to his immense size. Why do you think that, Book? He has literally has has no no spines or legs. How is he going to get any leverage, Book? To be fair, those spider legs are probably pretty strong. But you know what? I I see no evidence of him having strength himself. He's literally spineless. Yeah, no, I, I don't see any evidence of it either. 
Also, do want to just clarify that he does have Clockwork Orange-style eye holder openers holding his eyes open. Well, he he needs to be looking at everything at all times. Yeah, gotta gotta see things. So, Mojo, his superhuman powers, is various magical powers. Not all of them yet to be recorded. He can fire concussive bolts of mystical energy from his hands. He can take control of the minds of other sentient beings. And, like, he can, like... He can pretty much like mind control an entire planet. He's very powerful. Um, just like the boob tube, am I right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Television. <laughs> yeah, but uh, and the way he does that is through like constructing like towers to project and to project like his magical being, uh, magical powers into. So like he uses like towers to kind of like amplify his his uh, mind control. The worship, uh, whatever people worship him, it somehow amplifies his mind control. Eh, it's fair Which enough. Makes it makes even worse for them. Um, by confining his, uh, wait, sorry. Okay. So, yeah, so basically it's kind of like a snowball effect. Like, he mind controls people into worshiping him, which makes it even more powerful. Which means more people are mind-controlled into worshipping him. And that's why he has, like, the planet under his control. Because, you know, it's like a virus. Or, like, the boob tube. As we said before. Um, (sighs) He can also combine his magical powers with Spiral's power, which is, like, to teleport. Um... Because, you know, when you have six arms, it means you can teleport. Well, that was, like, kind of built into her, though. She was built to have teleporting powers. Yeah, by Um, giving her six arms. It's a direct correlation causation. And then um, he can kind of go between dimensions with her. Um, He also has, like, a... He also embodies a magical anti-life force, which he twists... Uh, works of nature around him. His very presence can cause de- uh, plants to die. His touch can age or kill people and know, animals. Didn't know about that one. His presence warps the weather in his vicinity on Earth. It's claimed that his presence could kill all uh, life on planet if he's on the Earth if he stayed there long enough. Well, that just sounds like some something somebody made up. Well, he is actually a very, very powerful, scary villain. Yes. He's scary, but also he's very silly. Yes, but, like, I don't know, like, the silliness and scariness combined makes it, Oh, no, it, yeah, like, it's, it's, it's a hand-in-hand thing, you know? Yeah, it's... Because, like, a whimsical... Someone being whimsically scary is way scarier than someone just being, like, normal scary. I was say, plus his motivations are entirely, like... They're motivations that just don't actually matter to anybody involved. They're just him going, oh, I want to get better ratings. Or, oh, I thought this would be entertaining. It's not like, oh, I, I wanted to... His only goals are just to... Are basically to cause conflict. As a, there's no real rhyme or reason to conflict he causes. Yep, and which, he, is, which makes and him he, very unpredictable. And he also like can warp people into just being his basically his entertainment slaves very yeah. easily. 
which which he's actually very scary and that's why they did a lot of stuff in the 90s with him yeah he's did all the x-men silliness yeah so uh his limitations is he's unable to stand erect without the mechanical carriage which he writes um but he's also very uh dangerously cunning and um that's not irrational well although no that's an although so like it's like he can't stand up that should have just been in his powers list as he's cunning and irrational and also a thing that about limitations in this book they're almost never limitations they're just like well he can't stand up but he's also very powerful we have to we can't make him sound too wimpy we have to like make him sound still cool even when we're talking about his weaknesses and uh, he rides a carriage that can stand or walk on ground or the floor with mechanical legs. Or it can fly, if he wants it to. I mean, there is something a bit more intimidating about large mechanical spider legs than just hovering. That's why That's why he, uh, that's why, why spider bots are great. And my preferred type of bot. Say it looks like Mojo was recently in Howard the Duck, where he was using footage of Howard's adventure to create a reality show. So, um, let's talk about the X Babies. X Babies, where all your dreams come true. The X Babies are Psyche, Little Cyclops, or Little Cyclops, Shower, or Little Storm, <gasps> Little Wolvie, who is Little Wolverine, Sugar, or Little Rogue. Little Sugar. Ice Man, Little Ice Shot, a uh, Little Long Shot, Little Dazzler, uh, a Little Colossus, and possibly more. Little Colossus. <laughs> yeah. Um, they escaped Mojo World with the help of Ricochet Rita. I got the names mixed up, by the way. But Ricochet Rita, who eventually it's turned into Spiral. Well, time travel, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, okay, so. The reason why Longshot is the way he is is because Shatterstar, who was a clone of Longshot, went back in time. And was and the genetic material to make Longshot, yes. The X-Babies kind of just pop up a lot um, whenever they want, you know, X-Babies. And they had their own, uh, they had their own little uh, book for a little bit. It was four issues long. Apparently yeah. there was a parody of AVX called A-Babies versus X-Babies. Yes, and that was the only version of AVX I liked. Aw, little nightcrawler's called Creepy Crawler. I know, I love X-Babies. And that's why they get so much ratings. Because they're so cute. Yes. Yeah, and uh, Lil' Wolvie's gonna be in the Exiles, as I said. So. Yeah. Um, gotta love them exiles. Yep, gotta love them exiles. So let's uh, let's talk about something else, like your plugs. Uh, what I got is a podcast called The Magical Spellcast, where me and some pals watch shows about magical girls. And right now we're watching Kira Kira Precure a la Mode, which is, which is like baking and dessert themed, and it's adorable and so cute and I can't handle how cute it is and also has lesbians in it. It's very good and so you can find that at Magic Spellcast on Twitter or MagicalSpellcast.tumblr.com You can find me at 
Lady K Hirsch, that's K A Y, on Twitter or on Tumblr at cutestprincess.tumblr.com. And I'm not involved with them, but go check out Audio Entropy. It's a good podcast website. They got good podcasts there. You could listen to the backlog of the now completed Warm Beast that Jordan was on. That shows. I was involved with that show a lot. I I did lots of stuff for that one. So, um, I have a podcast called Creepy Critters where I talk about cryptids. Um, I also have a Instagram where you can look at pictures of my cat. And that's at Marvelous Mooch. Um, if you'd like to see the pictures of the people we are talking about, you will have to go to the uh, Hodgepod group. Join that. I just that. realized you never actually showed me the picture of Mojo from the book. I just thought you knew what a gross, disgusting slug person looked like. Oh, he's... I mean, I knew what he looked like, but it's good to see the, that good 80s art. Yeah. I do really. I actually do enjoy like mid '80s art a lot. No, listen. It's 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 that it's like it's got a it's a good retroy look. It's it, it's a good it's a good like it it I like it a lot before it becomes like transition in '90s art. Well, I mean, listen. Nobody nobody likes '90s art. Uh, there's a large people a large amount of people who likes '90s art. I mean, that, yes, there are, but no nobody sense. with good taste likes '90s art. Young bloodshot versus young blood. This blood's for you. So, uh, if you'd like to see pictures of the uh, people we talk about, you can go to at hot at the Hodgepodge group on Facebook, or uh, at Alphabet Flight on Twitter, and, or you can just find you can find the links to those both in the description, and uh, maybe share the show out and rate, review, subscribe, all that junk. This is a good show. Why aren't you sharing it with all your beloved friends? Yeah. So uh besides that, thank you so much for listening. This has been Alphabet Flight. It may and may Madcap show you how truly meaningless life is. Bye. Bye. Bye.